Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. We talked about this yesterday. We have to talk about it more because the more we learn, the more obvious it is that Mark Milley is a treasonous piece of crap. He has committed high treason against the United States, against the country, against the nation. And it gives me no pleasure to remind everyone that that treason is a death penalty offense. So we're going to get into all this, explain just what happened and what should happen as a result. So make sure you hit that share button, give us a thumbs up, comment, and everywhere. Share everywhere, wherever you're watching. Yeah, so Max, we have a serious problem in our country with gaslighting. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, Millie here too, right? Um, But I I want to say this, the Gavin Newsom uh, election that's the, the recall election that's happening in California. He's actually getting more votes now than yeah. he got to win Last to become the, the governor. Yeah. I, I want yeah, to point that out because the, the amount of fraud that's happening in yeah. our country with these voting systems, which nearly 80% of them are Dominion, then you have Hart and ES and S. The amount of fraud that is happening is massive, massive. And they're gaslighting the American people and trying to convince you that what you're seeing is nothing to see here. 2% yeah. increase, 70% at one, at one place, nearly 70% of the people that showed up said that they had already been voted, yeah. that people had already Basically, voted. Basically, what, what they're saying is he shut down the economy. He, he did all of those draconian, ridiculous yeah. COVID measures, yeah. broke them himself. Yeah. Basically, rules for thee, not for me. And, and still, in the end, they, he's more popular than he was before. That's yeah, what they're saying. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's we're we're on the edge of a civil war because in order for just just so everyone's listening to this, and I know we're going to get right into Millie and the fact that he's a, a treasonous piece of trash, but just think about this: in order for the recall to go forward, Max, 25 percent of the people that signed for the recall were Democrats. Yeah, 25 percent were de- Democrats. You think they changed their mind? All of a sudden it got better? That they didn't see the guy yeah, was a piece of trash? There's no answer. And, and China has to retain California. It came up. Jake said something today. He goes, look, in order to do this, China has to retain California. He has to. China has to retain someone in a position of power and authority who's willing to basically sell out the American people. 25% had of, of the people that actually went through and, and signed the recall were Democrats. And yet... He's now more popular than ever before. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, California is what they're trying to do across the country. They're trying to do exactly in this country what they did in Venezuela and around the world. They are literally turning yeah. you into a slave. You are a slave. You don't matter. And by the way, I don't care what color you are. You're still a slave. Yeah. Well, listen, I think it's pretty obvious. As long as there's mail-in voting in California, there will never be another Republican elected. There will never be another Republican elected in California. Do you know what else happened? It just will never happen. Do you know what else happened? Orange County went blue. Yeah. 
Orange well, County it, it went, went blue. blue. It went blue for uh, the midterms. Uh, but it went it went blue. It went blue. Um, but and everyone yeah, but in Orange they, County in the midterms happened too. And they can't figure out how it could happen. I'm telling you right now, people in Orange County are, right now are turning over. And they're like 70% reporting. Here's what's going to end up happening. There's going to have a bunch of stuff that comes in for Larry Elder because he's, he's winning, I think, almost every one of the counties except for one. This is this just – I can't even explain to you how upset I am over what's happening in our country. And we, we want to laugh about it, but there's nothing to laugh about anymore. We're at that place, Max. We're at that place. We've got to make a decision. We've got to make a decision as a country whether or not we just walk in and throw them out, say, hey, look, we're not doing this anymore. And now the, the, the vaccine, I don't know if you saw the stuff that, uh, and I never like to quote Alex Jones without quoting Alex Jones. But when I quote Alex Jones, he's been right more times than he's been wrong. And you can say anything you want about Alex Jones, but he stands up every day. It takes a lot of flack for it. And what did he do? He went in and did a complete analysis of all of the countries that have increases in vaccine, excuse me, in COVID deaths. And a vast majority, a, a larger percentage of those people, I'm going to use that number because I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm confident of that. That's truth. A larger percentage of the people that are dying in these hospital beds are vaccinated. A larger percentage of them. So anyway, we, let, let's get back well, into Millie and talk about I, how much. Yeah, of we're going to Millie. I, I think what California ultimately shows, though, is they're going to cheat. They're going to steal. They're going to do whatever they have to do yeah. to win this thing to, to win. And if you are a Republican, a conservative living in one of those places, you got to move out, move somewhere and make a red area redder. Move somewhere and move to Texas. So, so we're already getting a lot of Californians in Texas. We need we need conservative Californians. Man, they're draw they're driving everybody out. They're driving conservatives, liberals. I mean, New York City is like a mass exodus. You know, Jake was in New York City, and I, I don't know if his, Jake's in the deal. Is Jake in the in the room? Jake, tell me what's tell everyone what's happening in, in New York City. I mean, what specifically the. Uh... The, the homelessness, the drug, the drug problems, the vacant, broken window storefronts. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's in, in shambles. It's in pieces. And, there's, and there's, you, were you, just... you couldn't. I, grew, I was born and raised in New York City. At the time of my life there, went to college there. You could not send me back. I have to go back maybe once more this year. And beyond that, unless you're paying me very well, I'm not, I have no desire. There's nothing I feel as if I'm missing at this point. And for any person that's holding, and that's like, you know, that's what they want. It's this echo chamber. It's like social media. You look at California, you look at New York, you'll go to New York City, there'll be, you know, crazy schizophrenics, you know, throwing feces on people, stabbing people, pushing them in front of the train. And there'll be so people, members. there'll be people there be going, oh, wow, you know, I had a great dinner in New York. It's really coming back. And it's this just ability to throw out and disregard reality because that's, you know, that's the monster they're going to create, you know, in California, New York already. But for every other city on their radar, they're going to do the same thing. They force everyone out, like Jack said yesterday, get out of the cities. And, you know, I, I don't think he could have said it any better. But I, I'm more scared of the people that say these cities are still normal and stable than the people, you know, they're, they're crazier than the crazy people running around downtown L.A. and downtown New York City. Well, and, and uh, you have a family member. I'll just kind of say this. I don't want to dox anyone, but you have a family member that's, a, you know, one of those really good chefs in New York City. And uh, he left. He's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he, he was sense. out as of yesterday, gone. And, you know, the restaurant culture that he was, uh, you know, we, we grew up in the restaurant business. And uh, his, his mindset was he was going to die in New York. 
Like yeah. he was going to go out uh, chef's life in New York City, you know, Michelin yeah. star focus and uh, just gone, done. Yeah, one one of the best had, out had there. Enough. Yeah, one of the best out there and just decided up and not, I'm done. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move out and then move to yeah. an area that will be happy to have him. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to go see him there. But in an area that is far away from New York City. It's sad. It's sad yeah. what's happening to our country. But so they're gaslighting everyone. And uh, our, our, you know, Jack said, hey, move out and go to a red area. I'm, I, you know, I have gotten out of, uh, you, know, I'll, you know, we're leaving Denver, but we've, we've left. I've left Denver but, or Colorado because it's so blue. But there's an area of Colorado that is super red, and that's Douglas County. And they're so angry that they can't change Douglas County that they just keep moving these liberals into Douglas County. And then sooner or later, I, I have to tell you, th this has to happen, Max. This has to happen. We have to get to a place where we will stand neck to neck, shoulder to shoulder, with people who are conservative and had conservative values and morals, and then we just own those communities. And when somebody liberal moves into that community and tries to change the mores of that, of that parts of society, we have to be able to stand up and say, get out. Take, take well, your, take your yeah. minions and get out. And I guess we can start with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yeah. And by the way, you, you did say trash, so by popular demand. Ah, you got it? We are bringing it back. We are bringing yes. it back. We found, we found another list. We're going to start with the synonyms for trashy. Trashy, all right. If you, go to my, if you go to my screen, Mr. Producer, say synonym is bad. Yeah. Trashy, bad. Okay. Bad. We started the, with really, the radical really leftists, synonyms. pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists are bad. Yeah. That we're just going sounds back. perfect. Bad. Sounds like a T-shirt. Yeah. Democrats like are bad. Democrats are bad. Synonym <laughs> trashy. Synonym trash. Synonym effluvium. So I you learned saw a lot, this by with... the way, doing this. This has been actually educational yeah. for me. I've used other words, right, as a result of, you know, this. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty well, good. Now, now, now you know bad. Bad. Super bad. <laughs> Super bad. So obviously you've we've all seen that Ugh. Mark Milley, Mark Milley was undermining President Trump while he was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yeah. He yeah. was there's there's two things that he did. Two specific things. Then we're gonna get into some cuts. One, he took all of the other major generals in the Pentagon. And he had them all gather around a table and they had them, he had them give them, give him a, look, a oath that they would not carry out any of President Trump's military orders. Um, That's treason. Yeah, yeah. That's treason. That's the definition of treason. That's the definition right yeah. there. Yeah. The Sorry, second my dog thing you're is doing something. At my door. I'm trying to get my wife to get him for some yeah. reason. She thinks so, the best place to put him is at my door. So listen, I, I got to tell you. I don't, he defined it as treason. He's like, oh, you know, normalized. The second that you're having a conversation with other generals and the president of the United States does not know about it, that is treason. Yeah. You, can't, you can't justify your way out of it. They need to put him in front of a firing squad yeah. and fire at him. He's done. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so, actually, I'm not yeah. sorry. Why would I be sorry? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Well, the other all. crime, well, I, I guess, let, let's get through it because- we have tried to avoid, avoid the term treason for a long time because it has a very real definition. And we've covered it on the show, but we'll cover it quickly again if we put it on my screen. The definition of treason is actually outlined in the Constitution. And as we've said before, there's only three crimes that are defined in the Constitution. One is treason. The other is counterfeiting. And the other is piracy. 
Those are three crimes in the Constitution, meaning it's very difficult to change the definition of those crimes. And the reason the founders put treason in the Constitution, didn't just leave it up to Congress or executive branch offices to do regulations about it, is they didn't want politicians to be able to just throw it around at their opponents so willy-nilly. Because remember, they had all just signed the Declaration of Independence. They were branded as treasonous traitors, right. and they thought it wasn't right to be able to throw that word around so easily. So they put it in the Constitution so that it can't be changed very easily, and so everyone understands the rules, and it's not just going to be this political game that, that different people play. The definition of treason, Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution is, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless upon the testimony of two witnesses to the same overt act or on confession in open court. So there's two different ways to make, commit treason, to take up arms against the United States right. or to give aid and comfort to the enemy. Now, short of any other evidence that Mark Milley is out shooting U.S. soldiers, that one's off the table. Yep. But this this latter part of giving aid and comfort. It's unbelievable. The second thing that Milley did, because I don't think the first thing he did is necessarily treasonous, where he, where he got the different generals in the room. If we go back to my screen, I think the more apt definition, the more apt crime for that is a seditious conspiracy. That's okay. if two or more persons in any state or territory um, conspire to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States, levy war against them, or to oppose by force the authority thereof, or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States. So that go. last right part is that the important part, part because yeah. the President of the United States, by law, is entitled to make certain military decisions right. to conspire to stop that from happening. That L is a seditious conspiracy. Listen, listen, we, we don't have it's a 20 year years. prison sentence. We, we, we don't have three years to figure this deal out, Max. We don't have three years. We don't have three years. We don't have three years. We're seeing what happened in California. They're going to just not apologize, continue to do the same thing. Business as yeah. usual. Mathematicians coming out saying very clearly, listen, that what is happening cannot happen. I, I got a, a text message while I'm um, on this, while I'm on the podcast. And one of the things that came over was, Joe, you really need to look at the numbers that are coming in in California. We have a CNN video, by the way, a CNN video where it dropped 400,000 votes. Yeah. Literally. Uh, did you see that? I, I don't know why no one ever gives an answer for that. Because if there's a real answer, if it's just like, oh, we had fat fingers and, and we hit the wrong key. No, I mean, but they've never even tried to give an answer no. for it. Why would they? They've just kind of brushed why, it aside. Why would they? The radicals are literally this happened. smaller group of people. If we don't get rid of voting systems, if we don't get rid of Dominion voting systems and ESNS and Hart and all these companies that, by the way, use similar technologies, they're all tied together. We don't know who any of them are owned by. We don't know who any of them are owned by. We're not entitled to know who's who's actually owning our election process. Mm. I'm telling you, if we don't get rid of them. We will never have, you will never, ever have a voice in this country yeah. again. You won't have a voice. Yeah. So the meeting between Milley and the other generals where he had them swear an oath to him, yeah. not to the Constitution as they owed it, right. to him swearing an oath to not carry out any lawful order from the president because they thought he was out of his mind, that is a seditious conspiracy. Absolutely. Um, that is a 20-year prison sentence, Max. 20-year prison sentence. It's nuts. nuts the nuts. second thing that Milley did, that is treason. On two occasions, in October, I believe late October, and then two days after, on January 8th, he called his Chinese counterpart, one of the highest generals in China, and told him, don't worry, I will warn you sh be beforehand, 
if the United States is ever about to attack China. Think about what he said, just said. I'm going to warn you. Think about what he just said. Think about that. Yeah. You know, there's 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 something that um, I've been doing a lot of research into, which is the reason why. I always like why. You know, who, what, why, when, how. I, I always look at those things when I make decisions because I want to make sure that I'm fully informed with all of the aspects. In business, it was really easy. In negotiating, real easy. I had, I had what's called uh, triggers and identifiers. You know, triggers are things that trigger people to do things, and identifiers are all the things that makes up the DNA of that individual, Right. And I started looking at the why. Like, why are we sitting in a ch on a chip shortage right now? Like, we have a chip shortage across all automobile manufacturers except for what are the ones that we don't have, right? I don't know what. Toyota and Honda. Chip shortages there are, are much less than they are across all the domestic brands that we have in the United States, right? So the, 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 those are experiencing less of a chip shortage. If you look at the chip shortages that we're having across the spectrum, they're affecting everything. I mean, literally everything. And where does 90% of the chip shortages in this country res reside? China. I mean, there's chip shortages hitting, yeah, China. But, yeah. but they're all manufactured in China. Yeah. Right? And these chip shortages are actually coming in as a result of kind of the breakdown. Now, listen, we're looking at a breakdown in our country based on labor forces. If you go to a restaurant, they say hey, there's higher than normal wait times because we can't find anybody to work because we're actually paying people to sit at home and not do anything. So we're breaking down the constructs of everything. And now China sits in the middle of our supply chain and they're actually dictating what we're allowed to have as a country. And yet because of what's happening in our country and because manufacturing has been anemic in our country for many, for decades, and it's just now gotten to the point where it's that critical mass, critical mass for production in our country has been shipped overseas has been shipped off our shores. We're depending on a foreign force in order to generate those pieces of, of, of uh, material, right, for these parts. Now that we've gotten to that place, who pulls the, post, the purse strings, Max? Who pulls them? China. Yeah. So all the things that we've done in order to bolster this radicalism is actually destroying us here. And so the why is, they were very smart. They were very patient. And one of the things that we need to realize is that they're trying to, out, they're trying to outlast us. They're trying to outlast us. Millie is not the problem. Millie is a symptom of the problem, of a lack of accountability and that slippery slope that we've been talking about for decades. Yeah. But he's a symptom of a problem, but he's also a problem. He's a massive you can't problem. Have the, you can't have the joint chief of, the joint chief of staff, um, chairman of the joint chiefs. You can't have him saying, I'm going to warn the Chinese if we're about to attack. Thank God we have not been in a position where we've actually had to have a nuclear war or any war with a major superpower head on. Thank God. But just imagine, just imagine if we did have, if that did happen. Imagine if after the election, something had happened where Donald Trump would have either been forced to initiate a first strike right. or a retaliatory strike and been blocked. Joe, do you know right. what the nuclear triad is? I don't. So if we put up image 11, image 11, the nuclear triad is basically, it's the str strategy oh, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. our nuclear yes, missile yes, defense. Yes, yes. So we have three different ways yes. to strike. We have the ICBMs, which come out of silos in the Dakotas. Yep. We have the, the submarine launch ballistic missiles that come out of subs that are everywhere. And then we have our bombers, which launch from the United States and from other countries. The idea being, they can't stop all of it. They can't stop the subs and the ICBMs and the bombers. Something will break through. It, right. We diversified how we deliver it. A lot of our actual strategies when it comes to nuclear war is to strike first. 
the idea being if we strike first and we blow up their silos, blow up their air force bases, right? If we somehow find their subs and destroy them, we could prevent nuclear missiles and bombs from being dropped on the United States. When you, when you have a general who is talking about warning the other side about an impending potentially nuclear strike, Joe, treasonous doesn't even begin to cut it because what that is telling me is in that moment when he's on that call, Mark Milley would much rather have American cities burn than Chinese. I hope that no one burns, right? All right. In, in war, in war to actually go out of your way to save the other side and condemn your own people to a, a fiery death, it's beyond treasonous. If we put up image 12, if we put up image 12, that one part of the actual nuclear tribe, these are the Air Force bases in the United States. Not all of them have nuclear weapons on them, but there are more of them that have nuclear weapons than is publicly shared, right? <laughs> the list that's publicly available, that's not the definitive list. They absolutely have nuclear weapons at more Air Force bases than is what publicly available. But look at that, Joe. You see one, you see a bunch in Colorado, right? You see yep. a bunch in Texas. When, if, just hypothetical, if Mark Milley stops our first strike or stops our retaliatory strike, right? these Air Force bases get hit. And we can take that on the screen. They get hit by China, theoretically, right? In, in this crazy situation, they get hit by China. Well, and the Chinese are, are, are training in Canada. Yeah. They're, you, they're training in Canada 13, right now. If you put up image 13, you, you recognize that. That's Colorado Springs. Yep. That little part where I added that little atomic symbol, yep. that is um, where a lot of the U.S. like ballistic missiles and intercontinental ballistic missiles are managed out of. It's the Air Force Base, right, at right. Colorado Springs. It's the Space Force. That would probably be the first place that China would hit. Right. So if we go to image 14, this is what it would look like if they actually hit with their standard nuclear weapon. Colorado Springs is gone. It's just gone. It doesn't and, exist and anymore. By, and by the way, when they fire one nuclear weapon, they want to fire 20. So yeah. they're not going to try and yeah. drop one in that area. They're going to try and drop as many as they possibly well, can. It, when it's, it's a bomb that big, you don't have to drop more than one. They, they probably hit Denver with its own. But they might not even have to. Because if you go to image 15, just the fallout, the fallout from Colorado Springs would hit Denver. It would go all the way up to Rapid City, South Dakota. And just to, if we switch to image 16, the casualties from a bomb that big, I think this is a little undercutting it, but this website that, we, that I used, 85,000 immediate deaths, 190,000 injuries likely, likely to result in death. We're talking about like major radiation poisoning. There's not a place in Denver on that map that isn't being hit with lethal doses of radiation. Yeah. And that's just you. Like, so when Mark Milley says, we're going to warn you, we're going to warn him. He's basically saying, okay, Joe, you and everyone you love, I'd rather they die of radiation poisoning in this theoretical conflict yeah. than we actually defend the homeland. But, but you know, what's even worse about that? Where do you think he's going to be when all of this stuff happens? And he says, Hey, I'm going to be about that. He's going to be in a bunker. Yeah. So then what are we then Max? This is the why this gets to the why. What are we? What are you? What, what are you? You're listening. What, what are you? I'm going to tell you what you are. You ready? Not only right now are you a slave, but you're a acceptable casualty. You're an acceptable casualty of political warfare. And it doesn't matter if you're a yeah. Democrat or Republican. You're not seeing what's happening. If you're playing for the football team and you said, you know, oh, I, I love Biden, right? I love, nobody says that. It says no one ever. 
But let's say that you play for a political football team and you're like, I want Democrats. I want Democrats. This is what your Democrat friend wants to do to you. He wants to make you a casualty of a heinous, a heinous act, which is stopping us from actually retaliating against someone that would want to harm you. Just think about that. Think about that for a minute. Let Let it sink in. So I showed what would happen to you. Yeah. If we put up image 17, I don't, I don't, I don't fare much better. If they hit Randolph Air Force Base, I am literally toast. Yeah, it's right next to you. And Randolph, Randolph Air Force Base <laughs> doesn't necessarily have nuclear weapons that I know of, but they have F-22s because I see yeah. them going overhead. They have, we, they have real fighters there. So well, it looks like I'm okay because so I'm, I'm just toast. north of that. Ah, uh, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> put up image 18. If they also hit Lackland, I'm then you're toast. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm outside of it. I'm no, outside the bus. No, no, I'm just no, outside. No, no, no. I'm pretty much outside. Share where you're, I don't want to share where you're going, but you're in it. You're in ah, it. So. Man, barely. I'll be able to run. <laughs> Emergency broadcast yeah. system will make run. I run, Forrest. I'll get on my little but, scooter. And, and, and make, if you guys want to see, because, no, listen, it, it's not, it, it's funny, but it's also not funny. Because what Millie was doing, it, I want you to know what treason looks like. Because yeah. we've never had nuclear treason. We've never had the Joint Chief of uh, Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff actually offer to help the other side win a yeah. nuclear war. This is nuts. That's never happened. So you can go to. We don't own this, but it's it's very interesting to put the different uh, different areas in. You go to nuclearsecrecy.com. It's their nuke map, and you can put your own address in. You can put the nearest Air Force base. You can use whatever way the wind is blowing at that particular moment. Use the different bombs that they have in their arsenals. And you can see what the kind of detonation would look like. And when you see that you're in either the fallout or the blast zone, recognize that's what treason looks like. And, and Democrats are saying, oh, well, it wasn't treason because they're not our enemy yet. If that's the argument, then it's conspiracy to commit treason. Commit treason, yeah. Because if he actually followed through and warned them, they would be our enemy at that point. I mean, so it's, it, it's not any better. Think about what you'd have to be, what would have to happen for what you just said. Think about that. Well, they're not our enemy yet. They're not our enemy yet. They're not, they're not, it's not treason yet. Yeah. We're going to play some clips. And then well, let's okay. actually, All right, let's, play well, let's go right that. But, but, but before we do, got to mention everyone, you got to support sponsor of our show, MyPillow. MyPillow, great stuff. Um, getting ready to buy holiday gifts, which I, I don't do. I, I tend to leave it to the last minute, but lots of people are more organized than me. Go to MyPillow. Use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21. Get up to 66% off. The sheets are half off. Now, I know you're saying people don't want sheets for Christmas. That's fair. But have you tried the sheets? I have. I want them for Christmas. Yeah. I love the sheets. <laughs> I'll take, I'll I, take I the sheets I love the sheets. Love, love, love the sheets. <laughs> I'll take anything in the catalog for Christmas, yeah. except for socks. Uh, not, that, not saying they have bad socks or anything. I just don't want socks for Christmas. And I, I don't think I'm alone in that either. Um, but yeah, go to my pillow link is in the description and use promo code CD 21, get your Christmas shopping done. Just get it out of the way. Help support our channel and help support Mike Lindell because he needs all the help that he can get. Mike so Lindell let's get into a... some of these clips yeah. because we're looking at this very reasonably. Oh, you offered to help China win a nuclear war. Okay. That's pretty treasonous. Not everyone thought that lots of glowing reporting. They're basically reporting as Millie and, and the military stopped Trump from launching nuclear war. That's how they're reporting. Let's play. This is CNN. They're glowing reporting on the treason. Let's play cut number four. 
against this backdrop, same day, January 8th, Milley gets a call from Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. We've heard about this call, but Woodward and Costa got an exclusive transcript of the call. Pelosi has the same concerns that Milley does. The phone call is dramatic. It is blunt. And Pelosi wants Milley to reassure her that the nuclear weapons are safe. And this is the exchange. Pelosi, who knows what he might do? He's crazy. You know he's crazy. He's been crazy for a long time. So don't say you don't know what his state of mind is. He's crazy. And what he did yesterday, meaning actually two days ago, January 6th, is further evidence of his craziness. General Milley says, Madam Speaker, I agree with you on everything. Wow. Uh, Milley reassures Pelosi on the call, but when he gets off, he thinks to himself, she's right, and he decides to take this extraordinary action. So, so he has this call with the speaker in right. which she is agitated and essentially reinforces his concerns. Correct. He's seeing this intelligence and actually having a back channel. That's extraordinary. Back channel with his China. counterpart in China saying, that call, go back to my screen. Gotta keep going back to these two things. 18 U.S.C. Section 2384, seditious conspiracy. Yeah, well, well keep in mind. Two people on a phone call yeah. trying Max, to undermine the president. Max, keep in mind this. I want you to keep in mind this. Ready? What happened on January 6th? President Trump did nothing wrong. Yeah. And the FBI nothing wrong. Him. The election was stolen. And Say the FBI what you want. also cleared him that he did not instigate it. Correct. And then you have someone who is a general who, by the way, is tired of not being powerful. I mean, Trump did put a damper on all of their abilities to, to have these private wars and private conversations. You know why they're pissed? Because Trump said you actually have to go and win this war. You've been fighting in Afghanistan for 20 years. You've been making all your defense contractor buddies rich. It's time to win it. And they got pissed because they don't like winning wars. Millie doesn't like winning wars. Millie no. likes reading into and learning about white rage. That's what Millie finds important. Millie cares about making sure the LGBT he's Pride Month gets celebrated. Yeah, he's, he's a bad. piece of trash. He's a bad person. Bad. He's a very bad. It's not. It's not even just bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's really, 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 really bad. I'm disgusted. But just the, I'm disgusted. Look at that CNN reporting. I mean, this is treason. This is. We try again. We try not to yeah. throw the word around because it has such a significant meaning. Treason can carry the death penalty. Yeah. Short drop, sudden stop. The gallows. It carries a death penalty. You don't throw that around. You don't just start saying we're going to kill the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. But what he did definitionally meets the definition of treason, which is potentially, because not all treasonous acts get the death penalty, but potentially a death penalty crime. And as we just showed you, if he had gone through with this, and God forbid that war had happened, Americans would burn. Not even burn. Americans would be disintegrated because of Millie's actions. Like, just cease to exist. And China would be all, all sitting pretty. Makes you wonder who he, who, what side he's on. Let's get to another you, a couple more I can more tell you what side none of these people are on. They're not I, on the side of Americans. They're not. They're no. talking about raising taxes right now in the middle of everything that's going on. That's what they want to do is just raise, they want, they want to just destroy everything. We, and by the way, what happens, by the way, when they destroy our economy? What do you think happens? 
Oh, they're gonna sit pretty. Who, who are we gonna go for first? No, 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 I can tell you right now. There, there are hundreds of thousands of people that will come together at very. If the economy actually drops, you're gonna see the first people we go after are the, the same people that's in these yeah. positions of power. It won't be tax the rich. It'll be eat the rich. Yeah. One hundred percent. AOC yeah. is gonna have to wear a different dress. <laughs> she have to wear a different dress. Let's get it into is. this next cut because we want to hit the. We hit all the big ones. NBC. Just listen to the reporting. This guy committed treason. He conspired with a foreign power to help them potentially win a nuclear war. This is what NBC in prime time had to say about it. Let's play cut five. Breaking tonight, stunning revelations in a new book that America's top military officer was so concerned former President Trump might spark a war with China in his final months in office, he took extraordinary actions. Here's Chief Washington correspondent Andrea Mitchell with that. As reported in Bob Woodward and Robert Costa's book, Peril, Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley called his Chinese counterpart, General Li Zhejiang, twice in the closing months of the Trump presidency to tell him the U.S. would not strike China. Milley's first call last October 30th was prompted by intelligence that China thought the U.S. was prepared to attack because U.S. carriers had carried out military exercises in the South China Seas and Trump was berating China for the coronavirus. We must hold accountable the nation which unleashed this plague onto the world, China. Two days after the January 6th insurrection, Milley calls General Lee again. Woodward and Costa write, Lee remained unusually rattled, putting the two nations on the knife edge of disaster. And it's in the aftermath. So there are stories from the Cold War yep. of when the world almost ended. Like little disagreements or, or little misunderstandings almost led to Russia launching their missiles or us launching our missiles. The, the Cuban Missile Crisis being a key example of that. But yep. there are others where the Russians were convinced we were about to launch a strike. And as NBC, they're still trying to make Millie this hero. Their own reporting is that the Chinese counterpart was unnerved. He was on a knife's edge. It was making him more nervous, the fact that the call was happening. So not only is he committing treason by promising to help China win a potentially potential nuclear war, he also could have caused one. Yeah. Right? If, if yeah. China interprets that out of the blue call as a misdirection, say, you know what, we can't trust him, we're going to launch a first strike. You don't mess around with this stuff. You don't. They have all. the power to wipe you entire don't. cities off the map. You can do it through diplomatic channels, have conversations about being concerned about what they did in Wuhan, China. You can have concerns about what they did in order to restrict some of our uh, imports and exports. The fact that we were trying to bring back some of our manufacturing in the United States, the, the things that were becoming oil independent. You can, you, can, you can make an argument to have those conversations using those environments. But you never, never, ever, in the history of every discussion I've ever had, you never go through military the military for back channels in order to create or ease tensions. You just don't do it. Matter of fact, it's it's not only unheard of, you don't do it. You don't do well, it. There's 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 some deconfliction, but not at this level. It's like, oh yeah, we're flying in the <laughs> not air. Not without the president up. being involved in it. Yeah. Not yeah. without yeah no. yeah, no. And you don't you definitely don't have a partisan attack where you have Nancy Pelosi over here that's ringing the bell saying, oh, you have to do something, making calls. She's she's guilty of treason as well. She's guilty of treason. Yeah. Anytime that you bypass yeah. and go talk to a general and say, hey, by the way, you need to do something. 
you have committed treason as well. These people are traitors to America. They're traitors. And this is an aristocratic elite problem. We have an aristocratic... It's the, it's the one thing in this country I, or I think everyone agrees with, even these lunatic leftist terrorists that we have, is that the aristocratic elite are responsible for all the yeah. turmoil that happens across the entire globe. They're responsible for it. Yeah. So we don't, we don't need to play. We have one from CBS. We have one from Reuters. It's the same basic deal. Trying to set up. We don't have to play them. The same, they're all reporting it the same way that Trump was unhinged. And therefore, just like what you just heard with from NBC, he had to take extraordinary action. Well, no, how about extra constitutional action? How about extra legal action? Because that's what they're saying. He had to go around the constitution, go around the law, because he thought he knew better than the, the duly elected president of the United States. Who we right? elected. Because still, I know, win or, lose, win or lose in the November election, the president is the president until January 20th at noon, Right. period. He, not one American has ever cast a vote for Mark Milley for president. Not one. No. Not no. one. I mean, maybe someone, some idiot wrote it in somewhere, I guess. I don't want to get fact-checked. Uh, but he's never ran for any higher office. He's a careerist in the military. There's a reason we have civilian oversight of the Pentagon. Because when you're in the military, your entire career, not so much lately, because now they're more interested in cross-gender surgeries and things like that. But traditionally... The military has been interested in blowing things up. Kill, kill, kill. That's been their job. So you don't want people who've made a whole career of blowing stuff up in charge of whether they push the button or not. You want a civilian in charge. It's, it's right? unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He tried to seize power of our nuclear arsenal. And he, oh, no, it goes through me. I decide. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it's really difficult for me to And they're saying he's here. a hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's the leftist thing. It's the, it's what they want to do. Orange man bad. It's this is really bad. I mean, we are in a really bad place right now. We're in a really bad place as a country. We're a really bad place because people in this country are very frustrated that they're gaslighting and creating something that's not there. They are literally doing what they did in Nazi Germany in the 1930s and 1940s. That's what they're doing right now. They are trying to bring to fruition that world order that they tried to bring to fruition in the 30s and 40s, and decided that they need to take a step back. Because what was happening was it, it was not going to come to happen. Now, now with that said, yeah. I want to I want to say this, and we talked about this before. I had a dream. Remember the dream I told you about? I had a dream that I was walking through the rubble of Denver. It's, I mean, it's a it's a Maybe. harrowing dream, huh? Yeah. How long was, ago was this? Four, I don't know. A year ago. Uh, I don't remember yeah. your dreams. I, I have a hard enough time over, remembering my dreams. It was over a year ago, <laughs> and, and but the dream that I had was that I was literally walking through rubble in Denver. I, and I don't remember a lot of my dreams. Like when I have a dream, I'll, I'll write things down. Like I wake up and I'll write things down. And some of the biggest uh, things that I've been able to do on the business side came from a dream, which is why I always say providential. Things are providential. And I know that God is kind of guiding the things in our, in our lives. And, you know, I've never had a burning bish moment. I've never had a moment where I looked up and all of a sudden, you know, you know there's a bush going, Joe, Yeah. this is the Lord their God, I'm telling you right now, this is what you need. I've never had that. Yeah. But what I have had. Your brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I have had is massive. I have had dreams, right? And I've had things that come to me yeah. where I'm like, whoop, I got this thing. But this dream sits with me to this day where I'm walking through the rubble in Denver. Now, I think it's Denver, but it's rubble. And I'm in, you know, I, I lived in Denver. So at the time I saw it's Denver, but I was walking through the rubble. And all I could think to myself is, what has happened? What is happening? What is happening? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's I try uh, and write down my dreams. I try and write down my dreams. Problem is, lately, I've been woken up by one of my two sons smacking me in the face. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, when you, when you don't get to like naturally come out of your sleep and you're just jarred out by a toddler whacking you in the face, it's hard you to have remember to what you just were thinking about. Yeah. So uh, this is a good break for us. And um, so this obviously this episode is brought to you by My Pillow. You can save up you to sixty-six percent. I know we have another break. You can see the break with break, up to sixty-six oh, percent on code CD twenty-one. Okay. Um, we love Mike Lindell. We love my pillow. We love what he's doing for this country. And you know, I sent him a text message today, and I just said, Mike, I love you. Your country loves you, and you were made for a time such as this. And you know, I, I just wanted to reassure him. I'm not sure he gets much reassurance. Everyone's either in his pocket or, and I don't mean everyone, there are people that are in his pocket. There are people that are, that are, I don't think are standing righteously for, you know, all the fighting that he's doing. So anyway, I just want to take a minute and say that, you know, I did send him that today and he responded in kind and he's a good man. So if you could support him, obviously it is time going into the holiday season, uh, into Christmas season, um, that you can go buy sheets and save some money on it. Buy slippers. You just did this ad. I feel like I'm in the Matrix. Right. Like I'm seeing a I'm black serious. cat. Didn't we just do this? We did this. We did it now twice. Really <laughs> want to support twice. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> That's really how much we love Mike Liddell. We um, do. I mean, so I, I'll I'm, tell you, I pray for him every night. And I want everybody here to pray for him. All yeah. right. So I'm not, I'm not going to play the other liberal ones where they're bad. I, I want to play this, though, because even on Tucker. MSNBC, one of, I'm not going to play Tucker, but even on MSNBC, one of their guests admitted this is really bad. So it... Everyone who ha has your media honesty bingo card, if any of you had MSNBC, go ahead and, and put a little marker on that. You just won media honesty bingo. Let's go ahead and play this clip. This is cut number eight. Steve Schmidt, I, I guess I read these stories, Mike's story and the, and the post reporting on what is in the book, and it strikes me as a catastrophic failure that Donald Trump was left in office by the people who around him were so terrified by what they saw in his, it's described as mania, by Woodward and Costa. I think it just begs all sorts of questions about what he was doing in command of the nation's nuclear arsenal. Um, there's no question, Nicole, that he was unfit and that he met every standard that you could have ever possibly thought through for invocation of the 25th Amendment and to be relieved of duty because he was incapacitated. But... I think it's important to understand what General McCaffrey is saying. Uh, according to the law in 1986, the Goldwater-Nichols Act, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff has no lawful authority to issue orders to the combatant commanders. Those orders flow from the president to the secretary of defense. So in fact, the representation that, hey, I'm involved in this process around launching nuclear weapons is in fact not correct. Secondarily, and I agree with General McCaffrey, I, I do think that history will um, likely regard General Milley as an, as, as an honorable man. But what, what this represents is a shattering of civilian military relations in this country. Um, on whose instructions did the principal military advisor and senior ranking military officer in the United States pick up the phone and have that conversation with General Lee in China? Who initiated that conversation? Uh, was he responding to a prompt from the Chinese? Um, the American people, and certainly the American government, um, the Congress of the United States and its oversight 
capacity has to get an answer to this. Now, I don't blame General Milley for any of this. It is much as I blame Donald Trump after years of vandalism, the near uh, collapse. Of just wanted to show you that even a broken clock is right twice a day on MSNBC. They accidentally let someone slip into the conversation. Well, he said, but he said that, but, but he didn't, though. He actually said that, that uh, based on the 25th Amendment, that it was obvious that, yeah. I mean, so, so we, we don't want the it, gaslighting it, to continue. He, he's crazy. Woo-hoo. He, he's crazy. But again, broken clock, right, twice a day. He's spot on with the law that he doesn't have the authority to do that. So this is the whole orange man bad ends justify the means BS that we've heard from the left for ends over four years. Ends justify the means. That's a that's yeah. a dangerous game that he's playing. Very yes. dangerous game. Just Very dangerous. Playing. Ends justify the means now with nuclear war, nuclear weapons. You can't get yourself out of the mess that they put themselves in at this point. You can't. You can't. You can't. Now what Millie will say is Millie will say that China wasn't an enemy. Because, well, we can play the clip. In Millie's opinion, China's not an enemy. This is from 2015. Uh, let Millie explain in his own words. Let's play cut number 10. As, as you alluded to in the previous question, uh, China's not an enemy. Uh, and I think that's important for people to clearly understand. Uh, China is a rising power. Uh, China has been a rising power t since uh, Deng Xiaoping in 79. And they've been clicking off at 10% growth for you know, almost 30 years, and they dropped down to about 7% last year or two. And they'll probably drop again, you know, and come into the range of normalcy and 3 to 5% growth. But that's still significant economic growth. And there's been a really large historic change from a North Atlantic-based global economy to now it's proceeding to be a North Pacific-based global economy. So uh, with respect to China... So China wow. is not an enemy. They're just a rising power. What do you think they're trying to overtake? Do you really think that they're going to be second fiddle? Does anyone well, really it, think it that? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I think this is the part that I do struggle with. It doesn't matter if they um, are not an enemy. You still do not aid any other country. No. Yeah. Right? Period. Yeah. You, you look yeah. after if, the if, interests if, of us as a nation, not of other nations. Yeah. Even if he made the same call to Curacao, it, it'd still be treason. The Maldives, still treason, right? Even even an ally, it's still treasonous to say, hey, you know what, if we ever attack you in the future, I'll let you know ahead of time so you guys win, right? Not all alliances yeah. last. I mean, just no, look they, at they World don't. War II. We were allied with the Soviets. How'd that work out? Not it, so it well. It didn't work out at all. Didn't work out at all. And, and we've, look, we've looked at, you know, kind of the things that, that – uh, you know, the, the tough words with Russia, let's say, right? The tough words that, that Trump has had for Russia. I believe that Putin respects President Trump. He said so in, in many, many different, uh, um, he'd rather have Trump. To, to him, Trump coming through the front door and saying, this is what I think, is respectable. And Putin respects that. He respects the ability for a president to walk respect through the front power. door. What's that? They respect power. Well, he respects the fact that he's looking after his countrymen. And Putin's all the bad things you can say about Putin. Putin's an honorable man who looks after his countrymen. He he definitely is Russia first. I don't know if he's honorable. The dude does kill people. He does. <laughs> he D does did kill you, people. Did you not see that we lost thirteen soldiers in? No, 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 yeah, no. That's not that's not that yeah. it's better or worse. Yeah. He, well, he. Well, you I could mean, say he I, killed. I guess if we're playing 
who would we rather have like running our affairs? I'd take Putin 100 percent of the time because he'd actually he'd actually take a bullet for his country. Yeah, he would Joe take a Biden bullet for his find country. The nearest, nearest like child or, or woman and throw her in the line. Well, and I think that it shows you the lack of respect that the people in, that are in leadership in this country were an inconvenience to them. We are ants on the ants farm, and they want to just treat us like slaves. Let's raise the tax rate. What they're not talking about across the nation, what, what, the, what these leftist cities are not talking about, is the true things that actually affect us on a daily basis. You know, the addiction ep epidemic that we have in our country is massive. The things that are happening at our border, massive. The fact they want to steal your ability to protect your family, massive. The fact that we are looking at yeah. right now a trade deficit that will rival anything we've had over the last 30 years is a massive problem. The economic disaster that is impending on uh, the value of the dollar and how they plan on overcoming that, massive. These are all massive problems. Yeah. And because all these other economies are looking towards a debt structure to allow them to float their, their, uh, um, uh, float, float their uh, uh, currency against the U.S. dollar and against a, you know, a virtual coin with a Bitcoin market, um, they'll be protected and the U.S. will not. I mean, there's massive yeah. problems happening right now in the financial there's world. There's lots of problems we have to fix. The, the chief yeah. among them, though, before we Getting get all of this guy and the chairman the of the Joint Chiefs of Staff yeah. cannot be a treasonous piece of crap. He just no, can't. Can't. It's not politics. He cannot be. A, we cannot have a treasonous traitor as the joint the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is why we are running a facts blast today. Very simple. Drag this guy's ass in to testify, answer for his crimes, and then Congress must use its lawful authority to issue a criminal referral. I mean, the right. fact that this guy isn't already in handcuffs. And, and Joe, did you see this? I said it to you right before we went to air. He admits it. Millie admits it. If we go to my right. screen, this is the statement from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Oh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs regularly communicates with chiefs of defense around the world, including China and Russia. These conversations remain vital to improving mutual understanding of U.S. national security interests and reducing tensions, providing clarity, and avoiding unintended consequences or conflict. His calls with the Chinese and others yep, in October and January were in keeping with these duties and responsibilities, conveying reassurance in order to maintain strategic stability. And others. So not only does he admit through his spokesperson that it's this happens, the attempt to try and like deflect admits that he called other people and had the same conversation with other foreign powers, which again, I will remind everyone, treason, treason. Each one of those acts is a different act of treason. You know, it doesn't all get lumped under the same umbrella. He can commit treason by conspiring with the Chinese and he can cons commit treason by conspiring with the Russians. It doesn't matter. I mean, you can only kill someone once. I guess if, if he didn't get the death penalty, you'd stack the different charges on top of each other. But no, this is this is treasonous. So we are running out of facts blast today because the Democrats are trying to say, oh, he was doing what was right. No, no, he's a treasonous what? piece of crap. He has to be dragged out. So join our facts blast today. Well, and, and I think that we have to have a, the Republicans start standing up for people. I, I talked to a friend um, who, uh, frankly, was over in Afghanistan and was relocated and We'll have him on the show so he can give us an in-depth in look when he gets back. Um, but I asked him the question. I go, listen, what do you think of what's happening in the GOP and the, the Republican side of, of the aisle? And he goes, Joe, we're an inconvenience to them at every level. They're not pro-life. They're not pro-life. They're not. Matter of fact, people that are pro-life make them sick. Even the pro-life groups don't care about pro-life people. 
They don't, they don't care about the fact that you're killing. They, they're, they're in there to disrupt and create as little, so they look like they're getting things done, but really they don't care yeah. about pro-life people. Matter of fact, we could have had an, we could have had a heartbeat bill, a nationwide heartbeat bill. Yeah, under Trump, could have, we could have. The GOP stopped it. Right? Why? Because you don't matter. Know. Because people, because it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It's one party. That's a hard thing to say. But Marjorie Taylor Greene comes out and starts. Max, did you? And oh man, I just I, I can't even take a deep breath. That's right, deep breath. Did you know you, that you, most you of the Anger bills? Management? You ever see the movie Anger Management? Goose yeah. Fraba. Goose Fraba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that most of the bills, this is a real thing. Most of the bills that go through Congress that for 700 billion spending a billion or trillion dollars, 700 billion, it doesn't matter what it is, but let's say it's a $700 billion mm -hmm. bill, right? Did you know that most of those bills that go through Congress do not actually get done with the entire Congress voting on them? Yeah, no, they don't go through regular order. I mean, they, they play the song and, and, and dance. They do the whole song and dance. But ultimately, they don't put it through regular order. They no. plop them on as amendments. No, 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 no. That's not true. Let me, let me explain this to you. Ready? This is unbelievable. Is it not? Greg, is it not unbelievable? Yeah, I was there. It was ridiculous right. let, when I heard this. Let me, let me explain something to you. This is, guys, history. This is a lesson in, in, in civics, what's happening inside Congress. Somebody said, call to order for Congress or for the House, right? Call to order. Call mm -hmm. to order. We're here to vote on HR, blah, 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 blah. A spending bill to spend $700 billion to send it to Uzbekistan. I made that up, right? Yeah. Probably not that far off. All those in favor. And over here, you have a group of Republicans. Yeah. And over here, you have a group of Democrats, right? Yeah. And all those in favor. Yeah. Aye. Four or five yeah. people here go, yeah. All yeah. those against. You have... Yeah. Nay. And then, and then the person goes. And the, it passes. And the chair of the eyes have it. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And well, you, you know how understand. the procedure is supposed to work. You know how the procedure is no. supposed to work. When that happens, the GOP, if they're in the minority, is supposed to then call for a vote. Uh, say point Call of consideration or whatever. They they say I motion for a counting of the votes. Madam Speaker, they don't which, do that which, all the which time. by the way, <laughs> said this said that Nancy Pelosi is never there. Yeah, yeah, she is. Never there. She typically doesn't vote. She typically right? doesn't vote. So she's never yeah. there. The yeah. person that's doing it to go, Madam Speaker or uh, Speaker, Sir, well, whoever it is, it's up there. Yeah. I'd like to call for a vote. And so what has happened. You, you, want, you is, want the yeas and nays. Is it Marjorie Taylor? No, yeah. no, 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 no. That means recording the vote yeah. means that the Republicans and Democrats all have to come to the floor and actually vote. Yeah. But most of the bills are passed with three or four people over here mm -hmm. and three or four people over here yeah, for yeah, $700 yeah. billion. Dollars. Yeah. I want you yeah. to understand and, that, people. I want you to understand. The GOP doesn't call for the yeas and nays because they don't want to go on record. Yes. They don't want to vote against something yes. because then they fear they're going to piss off all their country club buddies. Yes. And they don't want to call, vote for something because they'll yes. piss off all of us. So they get away with not doing it. Do you, Joe, do you know what yeah. law infamously was passed this way without the recorded yeas and nays? No. The the uh, Firearm Owner Protection Act of 85, 86, the law that banned machine guns. Machine guns are banned in the United States because of an, uh, a voice vote and the GOP did not ask for the role. 
That, Actually, the, apparently they is, asked for it. Listen, Ale- if, reportedly, if they people, asked for it and the Democrats If people denied. knew about this, if you knew about this, what would you do? What would you be willing to do if you knew that four or five people over here and four or five people over here were deciding $700 billion? Yeah. You can't pay. There are people that can't pay their mortgage, your light bill, that 30% of their pay goes out and they got to yeah. pay the gas tax and they got to pay the property tax and they got to pay. Guys, listen, you are a slave. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. You That's don't matter. You're, you're lower than a slave. You want, to be, you want to be fair? Because slave owners don't don't even consider nuking their slaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like You got Millie that's in, definitely like, want to. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's like better, but even the slave owners didn't just kill all of their slaves. Yeah, listen, I, I think that I think that to a large degree, we have got to get to a place We've got to get to a place where we start recognizing truth and the fact that they built a facade to tell us one thing while they're doing something different. What they did in California is a travesty. What Millie did is literally goes against everything that our country stands for. And back in the Boston Tea Party around the 1776, I believe it was 1772. When was it? 1772? 1771? Four or five. I don't think so. The Boston Tea Party? Because we really, 1776 was not, it was a culmination of that this is when it happened. It really wasn't the end of the war, if you if you count just little things that were happening. 73. 73? Uh, yeah. 1773. Sorry, I, I love history, so I'm, I'm going to talk about history stuff that I normally don't want to talk about. But, it was okay. December of 73, so it's close. So. Ah, come on. So, but but the, but the the reason why that's important is that that was over a penny tax, and a penny today, I just looked it up, yeah. by the way, is worth worth somewhere around uh, $4. So it's like a $4 tax. So a penny back penny then? Was it's four dollars today? Yeah. Well, imagine, so, imagine if you tried to sell a tea bag and all of a sudden it costs four dollars more. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were going through. I mean, so the, yeah. the actual import exporters were going out of business. Right. Right. Because you had what was called pence. I mean, so it's it's interesting how yeah. this how how they were able to do and barter system was really big there. And so this interfered with their barter system. There's a lot of things that, that this caused by. But people were enslaved back then. They felt like yeah. they were oppressed. Yeah. And here we what are in in 2021. Act, the Sugar Act. Yeah. All of it. They went so, after every niche industry. So what they're doing is they're actually placating the people that are in that mid, low to mid, right? Low to mid. They're just saying, hey, we're going to pay you not to work. Don't go to work. And so they're placating those people because those are the people that are adversely affected by high taxes. Then they tax everyone around them, and then they force those people to go back to work, right? But by yeah. that time, they're already in own, in an env- own environment. So it's brilliant. When I always talk about the why, the why is very simple. They want to enslave us further into a place where it's permanent oppression, and it's not just permanent oppression, it's depopulation, it's forced control, it, it, it benefits these people at the very top. And then it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you have products. It doesn't matter if you have chipsets or new cars or all of that stuff doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they're just going to wipe out 25, 30, 40% yeah. of you. And it's going to be the ones that are, it's going to be the ones that are the bigger fighters. It's going to be the me. It's going to be the you. It's going to be Jack. It's going to be you know, people like Mark Sherwood, it's going to be people like Clay Clark. It's going to be people that are standing up and fighting, right? I mean, Clay said it very beautifully today, Max, and maybe you agree, don't, don't agree, agree. I agree with it. And that is, I got to go to soccer practice and, oh, yeah, I've got all this stuff to do. Oh, no, it's Yay. true. It's true. And you think I mean, to yourself, I, I, what, what is I, wrong with you people? What's wrong? What, what I, are you doing? At some level, um, at some level, yeah, and I, I completely understand what he's saying. Like, like, how do we, like, how do we go to bed at night Knowing yeah. that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff believes can't. he just has nuclear can't. weapon authority, you can't. you can't. Like, how do we go to bed at night? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I you have to take a big horse pill. 
And I'm not talking ivermectin. Yeah. And take some other sleeping pill. Because I don't think, I don't know how we sleep at night. Yeah. How do we sleep at night knowing that the, the Speaker of the House is colluding with the Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff to cut out a president of the opposing party? Yeah. Like, how, how do we just live with that? Yeah, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm massively, I'm, I'm massively disappointed where we are as a nation. I'm massively disappointed, Max. I'm disappointed because, not that I don't think we can come out of it, because I think that God delivered us in the 30s and 40s. You know, it, you could talk about all the stories that happened during Nazi Germany and the fact that strategically they were aligned to win. Like Germany was aligned to win. And they lied about oh, yeah. it and said that it had to do with the fact they spread themselves too thin. That's not what happened. It was a couple of key things that happened. It didn't help. didn't help that they invaded Russia in the winter. That, that kind of hurt them a lot. Uh, <laughs> Everyone who's ever invaded that. Russia in the winter lost. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and nobody's ever beat Iran either. Yeah. No one. No one's ever defeated Iran. Yeah. Ever. Well, the Iranians beat themselves. <laughs> they, they do, but they're, they're still in that place where they maintain this oppressive uh, control. Actually, I'm going to go Battle of Thermopylae, no. the Spartans. I, I, I'd say that's a Spartan victory because it, it, it might gave be a Spartan time victory. It, for, the, for, for the rest of Greece to rally. Yeah. I'd say that was a victory against Persia, yeah. but it wasn't Iran. It was Persia back then. Yeah. I, I well, think any it, final words as we, as we wrap this up? Because we're up about at that hour mark. Yeah. So listen, uh, courage is more infectious than fear. I, I want you guys to know something. I want you to know that we're winning. And, and it, it did me a lot of good. It, it was food for my soul for Clay Clark to come on this morning. I needed Clay Clark. I needed a little Clay infectious Clark. Infectious energy. He's infectious energy, but he, he also is very smart. So you can talk about it. He's kind of like a you on steroids, right? Just, I, I mean, I'm oh, a if you give me coffee, that's why I'm like, you give me coffee. Yeah. I can get like that. It's not fun, well, but get, I can get like that. Get coffee. Get coffee. <laughs> no, we, no. Just so you know, no, everyone is, no is in the booth that. right now going like this. Get him coffee. Matter of fact, we will no, get him no, an no, IV. No. We will pump him full of coffee all day long, tw- 24 hours a day. I'm Dude, I will pay for someone to come to your house and inject you with caffeine. <laughs> I'm going to wake up tomorrow to an espresso machine at my door. You are. Um, actually, yeah, no, I think that might uh, actually happen. I get, I get jittery. But it, no, infectious energy. His wife's wonderful. Yeah, she is wonderful. Wonderful people. You get a chance to, to follow him. He does have a show. Um, I'm going to be on that, I think, in a couple of weeks. And I want to get him back on this one. He's And not only that, but he, he centers his life on Jesus. And, and just the fact that he's pro-life, he's standing up, he, he recognizes the need for, you know, for, for stepping in the gap and building out these, um, these conferences across the country and uh, has given a lot of patriots and good people the ability to stand together, get to know each other, um, and, and become friends, and, and frankly, just do it just... To, to do this country uh, well, right? To do it, do it well. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's well, all I have. Can't say anything better than that. That's going to be no. it for this edition of the podcast. Millie is still a treasonous piece of crap. So join the facts blast. Link is in the description. Hashtag. Millie yeah. is a treasonous Hashtag. piece of shit. Hashtag arrest Millie. I mean, I don't like talking about death penalty stuff, but that's the penalty for this. A short drop, sudden stop. But check yeah. out all the links in our description especially subscribe to the audio version. Very, very important. Prove the numbers to advertisers. They don't typically care about live views. They care about audio downloads. So subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Very important. If you can, do Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Important has to be a five-star review. Help us gain in those rankings. We're in the 80s today, floating around the 80s today. So let's. we just passed Stephanopoulos again. 
So that, well, that remember, was kind of fun. Just, just so you know, if you count all the statistics and we have a chart of it, um, we are number uh, 16 or 15 in the market. Oh, yeah. When you when you count everything else. Yeah. Yeah. But just for Apple Podcasts. But we do it. Yeah. Uh, so we do it against all the what everyone else is, too. And we are going to be making some transitions yeah. to different platforms that allow for us to go live where we make sure that we have full. You know, we won't be back on YouTube, but we do have some other stuff that we can do. Yeah. I wonder so if we could get this we could get away with this, uploading this into YouTube though, just to put it up there. Um no, because we mentioned election fraud a couple times. You mentioned oh, we did. California. Okay, we can't do that. Yeah. 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 I mean yeah, I fraudulent. haven't been on you. I haven't been on you about oh, we can't talk about that because we yeah. don't have that risk anymore. Yeah. That's but if true. we start doing that, I gotta get on you again. And we technically still have a strike against us on YouTube. Until one, the middle one, of the next one strike. Month. Can we just censor Until, yeah, and, like yeah, bleep October. out entire sections of Joe yeah. talking? Yeah. Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not as easily done if, if we live stream. But maybe we'll go back to YouTube. Maybe we'll go back to YouTube with pre-produced stuff I like um, in the future. Who knows? Right. But that's going to be it for this episode. So make sure you check out all the links in the description. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.